Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. And in this episode, we'll continue our survey of the Old Testament. And today, the book we'll examine is the book of Micah. The name Micah means who is like Jehovah. He emphasizes his great power in the first chapter and his great pardon in the last. Who is a God like you pardoning iniquity? Micah was from the western rural community of Morsheth Gath, a town located on the border between Judah and Philistine. This was 20 miles southwest of Jerusalem, far from the politics and the commerce of the capital city. The prophet was evidently of a low background, lowly background, I should say, being identified by his humble residence rather than his lineage. His many allusions uh, to the work of a shepherd is suggestive that he indeed was a shepherd at some time in his past. He is thought to be one of the men of Hezekiah in Proverbs 25.1, who with Isaiah transcribed and compiled Psalm, Solomon's Proverbs uh, uh, of chapters 25 to 29. The date of the writing is around 730 B.C., his ministry occurred during the reigns of Jotham, Ahaz, and uh, Hezekiah. His main focus appears to have been during the reign of Ahaz and Hezekiah, prior to the fall of Samaria in 722 BC. Isaiah was a contemporary with Micah. Isaiah was in the center of Judah, you know, in Jerusalem, um, definitely with the movers and shakers of the land. Whereas Micah was ministering in the rural areas of the nation, you know, the average Joe and the hard-working shepherds and things, that, that was really his realm. Micah is distinguished as being one of the only prophets whose ministry was directed to both Israel and Judah. In chapter 1, verse 1 of Micah, it says, The word of the Lord came to Micah, the Mosarite, in the days of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Samaria being the capital of Israel, and you know Jerusalem being the capital of Judah. So there's some similarities and contrasts with Micah and Isaiah. They were contemporaries, right? They they worked in ministry at the same time. Um, and uh, no other pairing of the Old Testament uh, writing prophets was like this, with the exception of Haggai and Zechariah. So the similarities between the both of these men, both prophesied of the early invasion by Assyria. They both talked about that. Both spoke of Judah's deliverance, but later captivity into Babylon. Both emph emphasized the uselessness of mere ritual religion. They had to be real. Both prophesied Messiah's coming. Interesting, Isaiah spoke of his virgin birth. And then Micah spike, spoke of his uh, village that he would be born in. We, Christmas was not that long ago, and we spoke about both those things in sermons. Both prophesied Israel's final deliverance, which had to be preceded by repentance. So that, that, that's some of the similarities. Now the contrasts are there too. Isaiah primarily addressed the ruling and upper classes that lived in Jerusalem, in the urban area of Jerusalem. Micah spoke to the common people, the, those who lived in rural settings, the countryside, small villages, small towns. 
Isaiah dealt largely with the international scene and Judah's uh, political alliances that were wrong, that were going to get him in trouble. Micah focused more on the personal and the social sins of injustice that were very prevalent in Judah at his time. Isaiah extended his judgment to the surrounding nations. Micah really limited his uh, focus of ministry to Judah and Israel, so the children of Israel, and brought condemnation to those who were involved in that injustice to people. The purpose of the book of of Micah, there's two uh, purposes. The historical purpose of this book was to emphasize the greatness of God's coming wrath on the nation for their sins of the social injustice and violence while pretending to be religious. Hypocrites, right? I mean, really, that's what he's calling out. And Micah's further purpose was to remind them of the eventual coming of Messiah who would rise to rule out uh, the those who uh, were wicked and things of that nature and bring truth and justice as promised. All right, so there's some unique contributions of Micah. He's called the poor man's prophet. Micah is known as the prophet of the common man. Again, lowly circumstances. He was probably very familiar with the plight of the poor and took up their cause and against those who were devouring them. We're going to read in a moment uh, Micah chapter 2 and talks about it. He constantly denounces the oppression of the weak and the taking of the bribe uh, of bribes by the leaders and, and all kinds of wicked activity they are involved with. In Micah chapter 2 verse 1 it says, Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it because it is in the power of their hands. And they covet fields, and they take them by violence, and houses, and take them away, so they oppress a man and his house, even a man and his heritage. That's some pretty strong words there. These are the people that he's standing up to and saying, hey, this is wrong, you you shouldn't be doing this. And he summarized the law of the Old Testament in Micah chapter 6, and verse number 6, Wherewithal shall I come before the Lord? And bow myself before the high God. Shall I come before him with burnt offerings? With calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with the thousands of rams? Or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression? The fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath shown thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require thee? But to do justly. And to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. He lays it out here, plain and simple. He talks about the things that people could have, to could bring. But he says, no, no, no. The last verse. But to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. That is what needs to be done. So we see Israel's total depravity as well. In Micah chapter 7 verses 2 to 6. Micah said that Israel was so far gone, they had no one upright among men. All were wicked. All were self-serving in that society, having departed from God's truth. And now they were going to reap the social effects. Uh, uh, It was was going to be horrible. A man's enemies were men and individuals of their own house. 
Israel had gone totally over. And, it, and that shouldn't surprise us because Israel, the northern kingdom, was not founded on God's principles. It was founded on a false religion, the worship of God's all kinds of different ones. But that was how it was founded. That's not going to stand the test of time. What well, it's founded on Christ will last. So, uh, you know, lots to learn from this minor prophet, Micah. And I hope you'll spend some time on your own, getting in, examining, and studying that little book. And until next time, you know, keep exploring the Word, looking to Jesus. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye for now.